I'm so not psychic. <laughs> Jasper, Jasper, Jasper here. Go, Jasper. Go. Jasper said he'd be back. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Satellite, waiting for satellite. Guys, it's a beautiful day. <laughs> My mama doesn't trust him He's only here for one thing but A little bit older A black leather jacket A bad reputation Insatiable habits He was on to me One look and I couldn't breathe yeah. I said if you kiss me I might let it happen The Cure with Amy Cabo. Life can bring many difficult situations. Domestic violence, addictions, poverty, and even sexual abuse by your loved ones. Welcome, Amy Cabo and The Cure. Good afternoon and welcome to The Cure Radio Show. I'm your host, Amy Cabo, with my partner, Boris. Hi, everybody. Thank you for joining us. I hope we're all safe in this pandemic. I hope and pray that your spirits are high and that you know that soon God will get rid of it. Our show is available live on the radio, also through our app, The Cure, for any smartphone, and our website, GodIsACure.com. We are broadcasting live from Miami through satellite, available in more than 11 states, among others, and soon after the show on any podcast player. This show deals with suffering the tenacity of the human spirit, the will to survive, and the courage to keep moving forward despite any obstacle with the help of God and each other. We do provide testimonials to let people know that they're not alone. And the testimony started with me having been a survivor from child abuse well into young adulthood. We also have experts in several fields and inspirational speakers they are willing to help us with valuable information, knowing that education is necessary, awareness is crucial, and comfort is needed. I do believe we all suffer, or have suffered from something, and we hope to be a source of healing for each other. My healing came from God, but other forms of healing are presented as well to service everyone. Life can be challenging, but always know there's always someone who cares. There's always hope. The song we played earlier was My Oh My by Camila Cabello and Da, Be da Baby. Okay. <laughs> Do we know what is influencing our young minds today? As we grow to a greater understanding, we tend to blend in with our environment and what seems to work and what seems to be okay to others can be detrimental to young minds. It is my experience that kids search the web and are connected to social media way more than they watch TV and even more so than they do talking to their parents. 
and we are blessed if we have a child that is willing to have an open dialogue and share their concerns with a parent, but that isn't most teens and tweens. We are so careful to warn them about stranger danger ever since they were little kids. But when it comes to the internet, it's a new IBF. That's internet best friend, as my daughter told me one day with excitement. And the kids have no clue who's on the other side, giving them a false sense of security just because the stranger's not in front of them, posing an immediate threat. Do we know about those conversations? or the sites visited, or even the ones that tend to pop up, poisoning young minds? And do we know how to safeguard our children from harm and the possible dangers so easily available to our kids due to advanced technology in the internet era? Today, we're gonna talk about helping our kids develop internal filters against inappropriate content. Did you hear that, Mimi? <laughs> that is funny. We invited our daughter to listen, too. Our special guest is Kristen Jensen, founder of Protect Young Minds. She's also a best-selling author of Good Pictures, Bad Pictures series of children's books, aiming at helping parents empower their kids with tools to resist and reject pornography. Kristen's an active member in the Safeguard Alliance of the National Coalition to End Sexual Exploitation and has testified before the Washington State Senate Law and Justice Committee on the Public Health Crisis of Pornography. Kristen, thank you for being on the show. You are now live. But I can't hear you. It's, you know, it's an honor. I'm very blessed with wonderful guests like yourself. I understand that unfortunately, Kristen, many kids are exposed, whether we like it or not, it does happen, to pornography. And it's, it's, um, it's very unhealthy. Kristen, how common is it and why did you start to work in this area? Well, uh, it's very common. It's more common than parents realize. They, uh, in fact, there's been studies that show there's a naivete gap between what parents think their kids have been exposed to and what their kids have actually been exposed to. So, for example, there was a study done um, in the UK and where 25% of the parents thought their kids had seen pornography online, but in fact, 53% of those kids, of their kids, had seen or had admitted to seeing um, uh, pornography online. Well, double. Uh, when you looked at the uh, when you looked at the the, uh, the gender of those, 32 mm percent -hmm. thought sons had seen pornography, and uh, but actually 68 percent had seen it. And with girls, the gap was even larger. 17 of the 17 percent of the parents thought that their daughters had seen pornography, when a whopping 58 percent had seen it. So uh, more and more kids are seeing pornography. They see it through social media. They see it um, in 
you know, apps, all kinds of uh, forms and platforms, and it's becoming normalized uh, in in the kids' society. So that is a real problem, and it means that we have to start younger and younger to talk to our children about this problem of pornography. Well, I definitely see there's a huge need for you, but I understand it must be very difficult for the kids because even I go on my Twitter page and I see something disgusting that I don't want to see. I did not invite it. I did not ask for it. Okay, I know to block it, but what are kids to do? They have no idea what's coming at them. And uh, it's, it's just... It's, it's, it's something that, that it, it should be very alarming. And tell me about what brought you into this work. Well, that's a good question. It's not something that I ever planned to do. Uh, when I was younger, I didn't dream of becoming, you know, an author that wrote books about pornography for children. So, um, but life, as you know, takes its twists and turns. And when I moved to a new city, with my husband, who uh, we moved here for a new job, I met a woman, and uh, she told me, she called me up one night, and she told me about her 17-year-old son, who had, they found out that he had been sexually molesting his younger brothers and sisters, from the 4-year-old all the way to the 14-year-old, and he, uh, and pornography was involved, and it was Tragic. I mean, these kids had to go to counseling. The boy had to be prosecuted. Luckily, he was 17 um, wow. and not 18. And so he went away into a program that our state has. And what we're finding is more and more children, and we can talk about this later, but more and more children are doing that. They're, they're looking at pornography, and then they're doing what they are wired to do, and that is imitate what they see adults do. So after I had this conversation with this uh, mother and heard her tragic story, I woke up the next morning and I just had, I was just felt compelled, is, all, is how I can describe it, is I just felt compelled to go and search for a resource for her young children, right? To warn them about pornography because I could see that they were late. And so... I looked and I looked, I couldn't find anything. And as I did more research on how pornography impacts the brain of children, I realized, you know, it, it shouldn't be that hard to boil this down into some simple terms and to produce a book that could educate children and empower them and help them know what to do when they see pornography. So I started on that book, and I thought, oh, I'll get it done in a couple weeks during the summer. <laughs> and um, that wasn't the case. It took three years to get it out to the public. And so that was the birth of Good Pictures, Bad Pictures, Porn Proofing Today's Young Kids. And then because parents started to ask me for a younger version, a few years later I published Good Pictures, Bad Pictures, Junior, uh, A Simple Plan to Protect Young Minds. Well, here's the thing. It's 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 um it's a it's a very difficult thing to deal with because you know, we're talking about kids that don't have a genetic component for being a child abuser or it's not you know, it's it's not that it happened to them and here's a normally perfect kid that is ruined just from something he saw. 
that's incredible. And an entire family goes down. We will continue talking with Kristen Jensen about protecting our children from outside world bad influences. We would love to hear from you. Call us 1-866-34-TRUTH. Again, 866-34-TRUTH. We will be right back with Amy Cavill and The Cure. Today, we have so many lifeless professing Christians all over the Western world. The resurrection and Jesus' Mimi? gospel message. So we're Say giving hi. Jesus a four and a half out of five for family friendliness. Read the full review at PluggedIn.com slash radio. She's learning. Plugging you into the movies. <laughs> I'm Adam Holtz for Focus on the Family's Plugged In Movie Review. Haha, <laughs> what are you watching on the internet? Nothing can hold us back. Nothing can tear us apart. Not life, not death. <laughs> in between, this is just the start. Don't let them keep you down. Don't let them push you out. We were made to live, to be fierce like lions, love and forgive. Welcome back. This is Amy Cabo, and thanks for tuning in. Remember that you can listen to the radio show live through our app, The Cure with Amy Cabo, or in social media, Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube, or later as a podcast. The song that just played was Power by We Are Messengers. We are made to love and forgive others as well as ourselves, the way Jesus taught us. When we truly live our best lives with God in it, nothing will hold us back or tear us apart from the ones we love and not life or death from God. Don't let our fears and failures keep us down. We were made to live, to keep pushing ahead, to be fierce like lions. When the new has come and the old is dead, and when we know it'll be all right, we've got power. Ooh, okay. I'm still working on my powers, but anyway, uh, some of you have power. I also want <laughs> to remind you. Me. <laughs> there you are. I also want to remind you about the contest we started. Let us know suggestion of a song that we can play on the show through our contact us page on GodIsTheCure.com, and if we play it, you will receive a twenty-five dollars gift certificate. Thank you so much for listening to the show. We're talking to Kristen Jensen, discussing protecting and educating our children from potential dangers of outside influences in a world that's sometimes sexually demoralized. Sometimes. <laughs> Many times. Kristen, you say kids need to be warned about the dangers of pornography as soon as they have access to the internet. Tell us more about that. Well, yeah, a lot of parents ask the question and they wonder, you know, how soon or how early should I begin talking 
to my kids about pornography? And uh, the answer is, as you said, as soon as they have any access to the internet, whether it's in your home, whether it's at somebody else's home, um, right now during the COVID, you know, lockdown, uh, it's starting to open up, but a lot of kids are still, uh, you know, uh, on a lot of devices for hours and hours. And um, it's really important to give them a warning early on, uh, you know, before they get exposed, ideally, so that you give them the first knowledge of it and you are able to transmit your values uh, when you talk to them about it. So I say every child needs three things. So the first is a definition. A definition of pornography or bad pictures so that they can recognize it because that's the first step to rejecting pornography is the ability to recognize it and name it. So um, the first step is to define it and um, a simple definition that I use in good pictures, bad pictures goes something like this. Pornography or bad pictures are pictures, videos, or cartoons of people with little or no clothing on that focus on the private parts of the body that we keep covered with a swimsuit. So that's a very simple, age-appropriate definition. Uh, We don't need to tell them all the horrors of what's in the violent, toxic pornography out there. Um, But we just need to give them enough information so that they and recognize it and tell us about it. And then the second thing they need to know is a warning. They need to know why pornography is harmful, what it can do to you, how it can become addicting, um, and all the, you know, the really harmful things that, that come as a result of engaging in pornography. And then third, they need a plan, right? We all do better when we're not caught off guard. So kids need a plan. They need to know exactly what to do when they see pornography, uh, just like you do a fire drill, right, or other kinds of drills. You need to give them a plan. So a definition, a warning, and a plan. So you find a way in your book to introduce this difficult truth in a gentle way and also educate them so that they're able to protect themselves because we can't always be there for them. It's impossible. We can't be everywhere. <laughs> Only God can. No. Sorry, we're not God. So, <laughs> so, but here's the thing. A lot of us don't know the dangers. Um, and it's, it's great that you have this, this book for kids to warn them. But how about the parents? Do we even know how bad it can be? Sometimes some of us think it's no big deal. That's part of growing up. Um, it's part of you know them discovering themselves and others. And uh, oh, I read something very interesting by the way about that. There is uh, some documentary I think in 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 England. Some five moms did a safe porn. What do you think about that? Did a safe porn? Yeah. What is that? Kristen, what do you think about that? So. So I'll tell you what I think about it. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure know what you're going to think about that. <laughs> misguided, yes. These, so there's this myth that if we can just do friendly or 
like female-friendly porn, um, or just show sex between a man and a woman, and make it romantic and and loving, that that is going to be appropriate, and that that can educate our children somehow. And I totally reject this because what happens is, and what we've seen through the science is that people start using pornography to become aroused. And then they go on because um, what they're watching becomes kind of boring, right? And this, the brain is like this. You know, have you ever bought something new? And then after a little while, it wasn't so exciting anymore. You know, I remember buying a new car years ago. <laughs> and uh, it, you know, after a while, it's just like, uh, you know, not so exciting. That's because the dopamine in my brain has kind of, you know, come down. So what happens is pornography is a super normal stimulus. It's, it's really powerful. And when kids get bored of, or people get bored of one kind of pornography, they will go on to another more... Or they'll, they'll act upon it. Or they'll act upon it. Watching it is not enough. Right. Right. Watching is not enough. Usually people, uh, yes, they masturbate to it. I'll just go out and say it. Yes. That's, that's what kids learn to do. And... Um, and, and that's and then when you put those two together it's very powerful and um, that's how it can lead to become an addiction here here's where I, I'm concerned is that they miss the whole picture the beauty of it all it becomes something different it becomes a quick fix and then not only that but the young minds don't see it for what it is and then, what if they become dependent? And that's the only way they can get around. Well, it is an addiction. And it now, is. normal things don't work anymore. <laughs> that's, that's the right. dangers. That's, that's a very well-documented, uh, it's called Porn-Induced Erectile Dysfunction. And wow. Time did a big, uh, Time Magazine did a big uh, front page, you know. Well, that's incredible. That's it. We definitely, I definitely want to go into that when we come back from the great, from the break. From the great break, too. Yeah. <laughs> this is the cure. We'll be right back. Call us at 866 truth Tell us what you think about porn. With your inappropriate internet content. We'll right back <laughs> with Amy Cabell and the cure. Life can bring many difficult situations, domestic violence, addictions, poverty, and even sexual abuse by your loved ones. The issue is not stay there, but to overcome all obstacles and show that with the love of God, your husband, and your family, you can succeed. Love is the answer, God is the cure, reveals Amy Cabo's life, a warrior who didn't give up and achieved the dream of her life. You can get to know more about her and her story on GodIsTheCure.com or buying her book on Amazon.com. Gossip. We all know it wreaks havoc on relationships, businesses, churches, and especially families. The question is, how do you stop it? Next on Living on the Edge with Chip Ingram, Chip wraps up his series, How to Change for the Better, by sharing how to put a stop to gossip for good. He'll tell us the final secret of life change. You don't want to miss it. That's Living on the Edge with Chip Ingram. I've been trying to run away from this false reality. 
reality No matter where I turn my back You're always right in front of me So I push you away But I don't know that I'm wrong I don't know the words to say To make my faith that strong So I will pray to you right now Take away my sin Heal away my brokenness And change this heart again Without you I am nothing But a weak and dying man So I will pray to you right now Change this heart again. And now we will continue with Amy Cabo and the Cure. Welcome back. You're with Amy and Boris, my wonderful partner. Wow. Remember, we're live Thank every you. Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern on your radio and our app, The Cure, on any smartphone and our website, GodIsTheCure.com. All shows are available as an audio and now video podcast. Just look for The Cure with Amy Cowell. The beautiful song they just played was Change This Heart by Sidewalk Prophets. Oh, by the way, sorry to interrupt you. Thank you, Anton, for submitting the song. You're going to get the uh, gift certificate very soon. Oftentimes, our young, innocent minds don't realize what is not good for them. What slowly separates them from God, sometimes... They're enveloped in a false reality. It's up to us to guide them and teach them, as our sweet Jesus has done for us. The way he took away our sins, healed our brokenness, even when we pushed him away, and especially when we weren't that strong. There are hurts in this world that can challenge our faith. Sometimes all we can do is praise God and pray, for he is the only one that can bring about a change of heart and make all things right again. Oh, okay. I also wanted to remind you again about the contest we started. Let us know suggestions for a song that we can play on the show through our contact us page on GodIsTheCure.com. The lucky winner will get a $25 gift certificate like Anton just did. We're talking to Kristen Jensen, an advocate about educating and protecting our children from advanced technology, basically the World Wide Web. <laughs> advanced technology. Well, some technology is good, right? Okay. The web. I, I, I was talking I hear the web. It. I hear you. Okay. Kristen, and you know, we were talking about how pornography can be an addiction, and these kids, they don't come with instructions. They don't see it coming. Sometimes they send... Uh, Instruction booklets. <laughs> no. If you ask at this hospital, they have no clue what's going to happen to them. And as we were talking earlier, these kids can end up becoming desensitized, or they become dependent on it, or they can act it up on somebody else because they don't think it's a big deal. I remember hearing a story that some girls were watching um, a, a porno in in school and the, one of the girls came home and tried on her little brother to tell her friends she knew about it now um, you know it's 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 kind of crazy thing so in your book I mean what can we do to help prevent these things you talk about safety rules what kind of safety rules can we establish 
Yeah, so in the junior book, we've got I've got five safety rules, and they have to they have to do with uh, body safety because pornography and child sexual abuse are very connected. So you need to teach your child not only to be you know safe as far as their body and not let people touch them and that kind of thing, but also taking pictures. There's so many kids that are getting what we call sextorted. So sextortion means a child that goes online and they are, you know, they're predators there and they form a relationship with the child and then they get the child to send them pictures and then more and more pictures and then they threaten the child. So this is happening. The FBI says it's a huge problem, a growing problem. And so there are many reasons to um, help kids understand how to be safe um, online in the digital world that they live in and that they're growing up in. And Boris is right. There are many wonderful things about technology. I mean, here we are talking together. We're on opposite ends of the country, and uh, we're we're talking and seeing each other. So that's an amazing thing that technology provides for us. But it's important for for parents to start to protect their children. Um, against these dangers, and in Good Pictures, Bad Pictures, and Good Pictures, Bad Pictures Junior, we do those three things. You, it makes it super comfortable, super easy uh, to give kids a basic definition, to warn them, and to give them a plan of what to do when they see pornography, so that they're prepared and that they can minimize the damage it does to them. And again. I can't stress enough the connection between pornography and child sexual abuse. Very Not only true. from adults, but from other children, as in the story that you just told. I hear these stories all the time. And it, uh, there are conferences now. I've spoken with them that are really starting to tackle this problem of child-on-child harmful sexual behavior. And it's happening a lot. Because it doesn't all only, and it doesn't only have to be an adult. So, but um, what do you tell the child who's being what do they call it, catfish? That they may pretend to be a child, or they may pretend to be another person that they're not. And slowly but surely, they start working on the child and grooming the child and showing them pornographic images and things like that. And as much as I've tried to talk to my child, she's like. No, mom, for sure it's a kid, for sure. Well, how do you know? Have you seen them in video? No, I only see pictures. So it's, it's a matter of, of educating because these predators are very good about acting like a child and being manipulative. And they could eat very easily poison a child's mind. Dr. Amy, there are rings, extortion rings, where they have specialists. So the first guy gets in there and pretends, or the first woman, whatever, pretends to be the friend, starts the friendship. Then they hand it, hand it over to the next person who gets the first picture and escalates. And then they get it to the next person who's the one that threatens the child and gets the really compromising, maybe sexual pictures or nude pictures of the child. Um, There's a whole so network? Happening. Wow. wow. Organized. Yeah, they have a whole network. It's like organized crime. That's terrible. It's organized crime. It's organized wow. extortion network. Yeah, and it's still probably 
what do you call it, child? And uh, that's probably how they get to child pornography. Well, child trafficking, and probably they, they make pornography out of children too once they kidnap them. It's a, it's a very scary thing, and it just happens with your kid being in the bedroom watching something. You have no clue you're in the living room watching TV. Um, so, right, and you don't know, yes, yeah, you don't know that these kids are, and these kids are from all walks of life. So even, you know, demographics where they have intact families, two parents, you know, they're not in poverty, even these kids are at risk. All kids are at risk that are on the Internet, and we just need to educate them and give them a chance uh, to reject this toxic material. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't matter who you are. Just like the virus, abuse doesn't discriminate. It's an opportunistic thing, just like the virus. Very <laughs> fun. The porn pandemic. Porn pandemic. So definitely. we all have to learn to talk to our children and try to keep an open dialogue. I know that not all kids talk to their parents. I'm very blessed that one of them do. One out of two, not bad. But you don't always get it. So you have to find, um, you know ways of trying to get it in gently you know when you have them at the dinner table they're stuck that's a good opportunity <laughs> well you have to have them on the dinner table so that's a first start right we get them there don't worry. yeah no only for us i'm <laughs> just giving advice to other people see or in the car ah there you are in the car good idea and um you know i think you should go hand in hand with sex education as soon as you think you should start talking to them about sex education that's when you should let them know the dangers of how people have exploited sex. Kids don't know people exploit sex. That's the thing. So when do you start uh, talking about sex education? I, I never know. It depends on your culture. <laughs> Kristen, what do you think? I, I think? I think sooner rather than later. Now, my books uh, were designed to be able to be read to children before you've got, had those conversations. But I did a... I did a study with 10 people who identified as struggling with pornography or, you know, had they had overcome an addiction with pornography. And they were very different, but the one thing they had in common was that their parents did not talk to them about sex. There Wow. They had no education, so they're curious. And so basically they went to porn to find out. Because kids these days are getting all these cues coming in from the media, from their environment, from other children even, and they want to know. They're wired. They have to learn about their environment. They have to learn how to be an adult, right? So uh, if their parents won't sit them down and talk to them, not only about the mechanics of sex, but the values of, of sex, the purpose of sex, right? Um, it should be loving. It yeah, be well... I have to tell you, I'm guilty. I'll be the first one to say I'm guilty. My kids found out before I could explain it to them. <laughs> you know, and it's very good advice that you give because it can happen to any of us. We would love to hear from you. Tell us about your personal story of trusting God. Call us at 866-34-TRUTH.
Life can bring many difficult situations. Domestic violence, addictions, poverty, and even sexual abuse by your loved ones. The issue is not stay there, but to overcome all obstacles and show that with the love of God, your husband, and your family, you can succeed. Love is the answer, God is the cure, reveals Amy Cabo's life. A warrior who didn't give up and achieved the dream of her life. You can get to know more about her and her story on GodIsTheCure.com or buying her book on Amazon.com. Though times it seems like I'm coming undone This world can often feel lonely No matter what, until this race is won I will stand my ground where hope can be found I will stand my ground where hope can be found Now we will continue with Amy Cabo and The Cure. Hi again, and thanks for tuning in. We're live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern on your radio. Our app, The Cure, on social media. Look for The God is a Cure. Later the show will be available as a podcast as well. Search for The Cure with Amy Cabo. Amy spelled with an I and a double E on any podcast channel. The song that just played was Oh Lord by Lauren Daigle. Loneliness can be the hardest thing to deal with, but when we depend on outside sources, we come undone. We can stand our ground where hope can be found. God's love will lift us above all the lies. He always hears our cries, and we know that no matter what we face, in God's good time, He makes it right. Well, you said very, very interesting. I also want to remind you about the contest we started again. See, I'm nagging you. Let us know suggestions for a song that we can play on the show through our contact us page on GodIsTheCure.com and you can receive a $25 gift certificate. We continue talking to Kristen Jensen, helping us teach parents how to protect their kids from some bad effects of the Internet. Kristen, we were talking about how pornography can be an addiction and it, it's something that can come very easily and so for some of us that are not familiar with the addiction of pornography is it as bad as um, drug addiction and um, is, is it as strong as drug addiction and alcohol addiction like a chemical addiction <laughs> if you were addicted to meth and you could get meth free through your phone 24 <laughs> 7 in the privacy of your own room yeah. How big of a meth problem would you have? There you are. Have a big problem. And I feel that pornography is the worst addiction for children, especially, because we pretty much protect children from tobacco and alcohol and other addictive substances, but we're not protecting them from some of these uh, natural addictions or um, behavioral addictions. And that is, you know, pornography. And it's easily accessible to any child that has an internet connection 
or can get, you know, through uh, an in-app browser. So it's so important for us to begin instilling in them an internal filter. We begin talking to them at a young age so that we can transmit our values and help them understand, you know, why they should reject pornography and, and how uh, they can be a happier person by doing so. And, you know, I've made it my life work to, to help parents start those conversations. Um, it's very easy and simple to do through good pictures, bad pictures. Um, if you have any questions, you can go to Amazon and look at the reviews. There's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of reviews saying that it made it so easy to begin these conversations. And um, also, our website, protectyoungminds.org. We have tons of free guides. We have a blog that we keep up very regularly. And we hit on all kinds of topics that are important for parents that are parenting now in a very daunting time to, to have this information. Here's the thing, Kristen. You, so said, everything we can. you said something interesting, happier person so that you just took it from my mind I was about to ask you next what do you do with a person that's already or the child that's already addicted are they gonna have withdrawals are they gonna be depressed um, what yeah. do we do for that person how, and explain to us how they can be a happier person doing the right thing right so um, first of all I think educating a child uh, you can't force a child, you know, as they become a teenager and whatever, it's, it's very difficult to force anyone to do anything, right? Oh, I know it. So you have to come at it with a persuasion, right? Love, a foundation of love. Forgiveness. And persuasion and education. Now, and no phone. That's if they would be <laughs> Jesus, sorry, But sorry. that, no phone. Well, <laughs> that's, you know, that's, a good question. I don't agree. Um, you have to give them choice. You have to let them know that they need to do the right thing I on agree. their own volition. Otherwise they'll go find it anyway. You cannot mm -hmm. force someone say, we don't trust you to do the right thing. God doesn't even do that. We have to trust them to do the right thing their own delition, on their own volition. We can guide them, but we need oh, them we to know. Them. Yes, we can guide them. We can help them. Yes, go ahead. But if we're if we if we're paying for that cell phone, then it's our cell phone. Technically, legally, we we are actually um, responsible. So you can put on the cell phone something like bark, um, something that are like covenant eyes. These things are accountability programs that will help monitor. Oh. And children really need to be monitored. They're not old enough to totally make. What, what are those apps again? What are those apps again? One is called one is called Covenant Eyes. Covenant Eyes. And Covenant Eyes. That's definitely for a Christian audience. This is definitely your audience. Uh, that would one, work. Though, is another one that's really good at monitoring social media apps is called Spark. And they'll send you reports. Like if they see something that uh, is concerning like bullying or suicide ideation or or you know pornography that kind of thing and they alert you your report nice they alert you so they can let you know there's all kinds of new technologies out there to help parents monitor 
what their children is and parents and as children and parents this is monitoring not spying it's okay <laughs> no, you need to monitor that's your job okay i'm going to give you permission that's your job okay because let me tell you if you think that you're giving your kids privacy google is not yeah. giving your kids privacy let me tell you and predators are going to you know they're they're not giving your kids privacy so let me tell you it's really important to monitor your children to to educate them and to help them understand the harms of pornography uh, and the harms of, of viewing and getting involved in this toxic material, it, it totally hijacks their sexual template. Yes. You know, they don't see, in pornography, you don't see that kids, I'm sorry, in pornography, you don't see um, sex portrayed as a loving, kind, unselfish, you know, think it is violent. It is dis disgusting. It's degrading, uh, to, especially to women. Yes. So these are not the messages. It's, it's almost as if you're an object you know. instead of a person. Yes. In a pornography, right. you're an you object. You're a toy. You're not a person. That's terrible. Right. <laughs> it devalues people. It's, it's, it's dehumanizing. <laughs> yes. It's and dehumanizing. I mean, we're all guilty so. of it. It's not like I've never been guilty, but you know, we live and we learn. And oh, so I see that. We must help others. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I see that you guys are also uh, helping by sending free posters. Like, uh, if yeah. you, are, uh, one of our listeners, can text Candle Plan to four four two two two. Boris, that's not. In, uh, we're not doing that anymore. Okay. The way they can get to all of the posters, like the Candy Plan, which is the plan we have in Good Pictures, Bad Pictures, or the Turn, Run, Tell plan, which is the one we have in the Junior Book, is to go on to Protect Young Minds and go to our resources page and download the free PDF. Okay. So that's how you get it. And we have a lot of other guides, like, you know, how to talk to your kids about pornography, the Quick Start Guide. That's so this awesome. Is, if you're so this a lot of us don't know. Okay, so this is protectyoungminds.org. Okay. That's wonderful right. resources wow that is amazing wonderful so resources because all the yeah, other dangers we, we can see but okay this is we something are almost we don't uh, see. at the end of the today's show only a few minutes left oh look at that it happens <laughs> um thank you again Kristen. it was great to have you on the show i'm looking back and forth because you're on my computer but i have to look <laughs> at the camera um <laughs> You're very uh, welcome, and I'm so happy to be able to talk with you and your audience and, and you know, give your kids a chance to have a healthy, you know, you want your kids to grow up and have a healthy sex life with someone they love and are committed to. Porn is going to take them in the opposite direction, and you want them to have a healthy marriage or, you know, even just healthy relationships with themselves, basically, not objectifying themselves. Um, it's so important to turn and away well here's the thing all the other dangers you think oh they might not get abused or they might not this might not happen or they might not get run over by a car or a lightning struck might not hit them but porno popping up in your phone or the internet we're all 
Yeah. We're all. It's very funny how they, you know, all the social, risk of that. social platforms say, oh, we have to ban this or that. But I mean, like porn actually pops up on your on your phone without even whatever. Yeah. Okay. So there, you know, there are groups like the National Center on Sexual Exploitation that are working to get better policies in place and to hold, you know, big tech accountable. And those things are going forward, and there is some progress being made, so I'm happy to report that. Nice. However, we're responsible for our kids. We have to be there. We have to be the one that warns them about the dangers in their world. Exactly. Not the dangers that we had, but the dangers that are actually present, that are out exactly. there. Exactly. Thank so, you. And we and can so do it. We're going to finish with a prayer. Thank you so much, Kristen. Lord, technology has helped the world in many ways but it has also proven to be a snare into sin through the lure of pornography. We ask a hedge of protection against this temptation that has the power to damage families and scar the spirit of both the one who views pornography and those who love them caught up in this trap. Help keep our minds on you in such a powerful way that pornography holds no allure. Give us the wisdom to remove temptations that we cannot resist and to always keep you first in our hearts and minds. Amen. 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 Thank you also to audio producer Jasper for being with us today, making the show sound good and playing my music picks. Thanks to the Christian guy, Robbie Dillmore, for his continuing guidance and the Christian car guy, which is an awesome show. This is Amy Cabo. You have been listening to The Cure. Much love. Until next week. Peace Please check our God podcast, bless. also The Cure with Amy Cabo, our app The Cure, our website GodIsTheCure.com. Thank you for listening to The Cure with Amy Cabo. For more information or to get Amy's book, Love is the Answer, God is the Cure, or to listen to the podcasts of previous shows, visit GodIsTheCure.com.